relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. And a good sign as to whether there's free speech is, uh, is, is someone you don't like allowed to say something you don't like and if that is the case then we have free speech and it's it's damn annoying when someone you don't like says something you don't like that is a sign of a healthy functioning uh free speech situation yes it is and it's what we believe in here in the united states of america that's why it's the first amendment in the bill of rights and just before the second, which is the right to keep and bear arms, which makes all the other civil rights possible. Elon Musk has demonstrated uh, his love for that First Amendment. Will he survive the onslaught of the deep state and those who wish to see the political differences muzzled? Let's ask a man who likewise has been a warrior for the truth for far too many years. He's a good friend of the show. He's the author of numerous works. The plot against the president and the permanent coup. He now has the show at Epoch Times over the target. Lee Smith, welcome back to America First. Seb, thank you so much for inviting me on today. It's great to be with you uh, at Christmas time. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Nice. Yes, indeed. Uh, Christmas kind of snuck up on us, and we need to remind ourselves that we are in the Utah season. To uh, Best to you and yours. We have so much to cover. The deep state, Bill Barr, latest revelations, the January 6th committee's attempts to indict my former boss, President Trump. But let's start with, with Mr. Musk, who ran that poll at the weekend, asking people whether he should step down as CEO. Um, we had... Uh, your colleague, your friend, Cash Patel, with us uh, this week. And he said, where's the real evidence? We knew the DNC collaborated with, with uh, you know, Palo Alto. We knew the FBI was meeting regularly. We want the smoking gun. Will you give us your professional take as the person who's been following this issue closer than anyone else for years? Your reaction to what was it yesterday on Monday we had... Twitter files drop number seven. Give us your reaction. Well, I, I mean, I, I imagine there's a lot of documents there, so they've got a lot of stuff to go through. That's the first part. And um, look, I, I mean, it's, it's a little less. Um, uh, there's not exactly the smoking gun yet that uh, that we're hoping for. But again, there are a lot of documents. One, the second thing, uh, too, that we need to understand, a lot of the work that the bureaucracies did, the spy bureaucracies, FBI, as well as DHS, maybe others, they worked through cutouts, right? They worked through um, they worked through uh, civil so civil society partnerships. Like I know, for instance, what DHS did, you know, the sub agency at DHS, 
the um, Cyber Security and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA. They worked through an organization called the Election Integrity Partnership, which consisted of Stanford Internet Observatory, uh, University of Washington unit, as well as an Atlantic Council Digital Forensic Research Lab, something like that, and a private company called Graphica. And what these uh, partnership did was they were basically a cutout that DHS used to censor information on Facebook and on Twitter as well. So it's not just the direct, um, the direct information, the direct interference we're talking about here is they also used cutouts. So there are a lot of different things going on. And there are two different components to the Twitter story r relating to the FBI. First of all, there's the outside uh, FBI like Elvis Chan and the rest of the people were part of the Foreign uh, Interference Task Force, the FITF. But there's also the internal uh, FBI organization at Twitter, the head of which is former F uh, was former FBI General Counsel James Baker. So the censorship industry, Seb, is so enormous, um, it's going to take a while to sort through this all and to figure out exactly how the FBI and other U.S. government agencies interfered in the 2020 election um, the way they did in the 2016 election with Russiagate. So, so here's my experience in the last few weeks, and I was on a couple of the calls, the Twitter spaces with Elon Musk that were most mm -hmm. revealing. If you haven't heard the audio, you can hear them on my social media feeds. He was on for more than two hours with one group of more than 100,000 people, and I got to ask him a question exactly about smoking guns. But I'm on this Twitter space with... You know, thousands and thousands of people, mostly from the crypto sphere. I, I, I was invited to the first one, and they're connected to Elon. And the thing that shocks me is even the host, who's a well-known entrepreneur in the crypto space, it became apparent in the latest discussion yesterday on Monday, as you know, drop number seven is being revealed, he doesn't even know who Peter Stroke is. So how is it that, you know, there are people like you who've written volumes on this. One of your books was, was turned into this amazing film by our friend Amanda Millius, yeah. who was in studio last week, The Plot Against the President. How is it that there are volumes of material by you, John Solomon, Dan Bongino, Greg yeah. Jarrett, and, and then there are apparently millions of people who aren't plumbers or truck drivers who've got better things to do, but who are in the information space, who are in IT, in high tech, and they seem to know nothing about what transpired in the last six years. Does, did, are you shocked at that? No, I'm not surprised because um, between social media and the prestige press, they did an excellent job of shutting the wider public off from understanding what happened with Russiagate. And now we're going to see the same thing happen with, I don't know what, what we're going to call it, but whatever the Twitter files is describing. I mean, I, I happen to think in many ways it's much larger because it represents a whole of society uh, censorship industry. But yeah, the, the press and social media has done a fantastic job of keeping this information away from the broader public. And of course, this is what the Twitter files are describing, a censorship regime to block information from reaching people. And then, of course, we also have to account for the number of people in the media, uh, as well as the people uh, in stations or at different parts in our ruling classes who have a very big stake 
and this information not getting out to others, right? The people at the New York Times and the Washington Post, they were running the operation, right? They're the public face of the national security apparatus. So they have a stake in this information not getting out, and they've done a good job about making sure this information is not getting out to withhold it again from the broader public. Look, it's surprising the number of people you think would have heard about it. Um, it, it it's, it's, most, it's most Americans have not heard about it. So people like you and me and your great audience here and the different people that we get to speak to, they're read in, they know what happened, they're appalled because they recognize that this is not just about Donald Trump. It wasn't just about silencing Donald Trump and silencing the America First movement. The size, the money and build out of this censorship regime is meant to long outlast Donald Trump. Yeah. It's meant to replace the republic. So people need to know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you, you add that to what happened yesterday with the, the show trial, the January 6th show trial, uh, forwarding criminal referrals against President Trump to the Department of Justice. Do you think what happened, whatever you know, decision finally shakes out and whoever you know, becomes the CEO of Twitter eventually, yeah. do you think what we found, even if it's not you know, the smoking gun, do you think these revelations from Taibbi and Vice and others will have some kind of impact in the industry and in the, the information space, Lee? Um, yes, definitely. And the information, I mean, look, the, the mainstream press is forced to cover aspects of what's happening at Twitter now, right? Because Elon Musk is, 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 um, is making a run at the regime, which includes, uh, you know, which includes major media organizations. So they're going to have to pay some amount of attention to it. But really, Seb, it's, it's going to be the same thing, a lot of the same thing that we saw during Russiagate. It is going to be up to people. Um, it, it, it's going to be up to people like you and me, uh, like, um, like the incredible independent Twitter sleuths who helped piece together Russiagate. It's going to be up to them, yeah. up to us, to pull this all together to explain what happened. There will be people who will find it. There will be people who will be surprised. Look, whether it's Joe Rogan, whether it's Russell Brand, all of these people, they knew nothing about it as it was unfolding. It was only after time that people started to understand what had happened. So it is up to us now to write the account, to leave the record, and God willing, people will find it and they will understand what's going on. Look, well, I'll, 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 I'm sorry. No, what no. Say? Let, let me just, you know, yeah. embroider on yeah. that. When when he says it's up to us, he doesn't mean me and him. It's up to all of you. So, you know, there are three million I, people right. out there. You better be on social media, whether it's only so, right. you know, true social or anything else. It's up to us to spread the word. The books are The Plot Against the President, The Permanent Coup. The show is over the target for the Epoch Times. You can follow him on Twitter at Lee Smith DC. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is One on One, the long form interviews with the real experts with the true newsmakers never ever mode subscribe today go to spotify plug in your names plug in my name not your name that would be weird plug in my name sebastian gawker america first it's absolutely free write us a five-star review because it helps and share the links with your friends likewise if you're looking for that last minute stocking stuffer order today it's the yuletide special 15 dollars off the turvis tumbler america first the mug made in america and one of our hats and also all the other great deals at sebgawkerstore.com including the FBI Fascist Bureau of Intimidation t-shirt and the Trump Challenge coin. He's laughing. He's laughing at my t-shirt. How dare he? SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A-Store.com. 
Stay with us for more from our special guest, Lee Smith, after these messages. Whether it's the regular Hellcat or whether it's the compensated RDP with that miniature red dot, I love them all. How did it take so long to invent a factory-compensated subcompact 9mm? Well, guess what? Springfield did it, and I'm a huge fan. And I'm Sebastian Gorka. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest-capacity micro-compact in the world. Available in standard or optics-ready configurations, class-leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus 1 with the standard magazine and 13 plus 1 with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. Welcome back to America First with me, Sebastian Walker and Lee Smith. Guys, I am still ecstatic at what you did over the weekend when I mentioned our angel train, my Newsmax show. You just blew it out of the park. We wanted to get... Uh, what was it, 1,100 kids or maybe 1,000 kids, Christmas gifts from their incarcerated parents, and you just it exploded. Thanks to all of you who donated that $25 to get a Christmas gift from a mother or father who's in prison to their child with a note from that incarcerated mother or father and a children's gospel. It's one of the most blessed things you can do this Christmas because these children are vulnerable. They feel guilty for having lost their parent to the prison system. If you haven't given yet, if... You're thinking of something really holy to do this Christmas. If you've weathered the year okay, give $25 to make that child's Christmas a little bit more love-filled. If you donate $125, that's five children whose Christmas will be just that little bit brighter. Go today to sebgorka.com and click on the Angel Tree banner at the top. Give as much as you can or call 888-206-2794. That's 888-206-2794. Or just go to sebgorka.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com and the Angel Tree banner at the top. We actually have a picture somewhere of me in our FBI T-shirt. I think uh, Eric can find that and show it to us. But I want to know, why are you smiling? Why are you laughing at our most popular product? The Fascist Bureau of Intimidation T-shirt, Lee. Does it does it resonate with you? Because I because because I hadn't seen it before, <laughs> and because because I want one, and I can't believe, frankly, I'm a little upset I don't have one already. But it's fantastic. It's great. All right, I, look, will, I, I, I will be texting you offline. You will give Please. me your mailing address, Thank and you. you and your lovely will, bride will be receiving it. At, at, at full full <laughs> credit, full credit. I didn't come All up right. with it. This is the one at the top of my Twitter <laughs> feed. It's driving the left bonkers. That's me in yeah. our classic FBI T-shirt that says <laughs> Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. Design by none other than my buddy Chris Plant and one of his listeners. So full credit goes to this joint effort. But uh, you will be getting one free, and so will your lovely lady. Uh, But you can get yours at sebgorkastore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorkastore.com. All right, Um, let's – I want you to talk about any aspect of of, new revelations about the deep state. I know – Bill Barr, so do I. But let's just for one moment, I'll pick one and then you can take the conversation wherever you want. 
on one of these later Twitter spaces, the conversation, because these aren't people in the national security sphere, they haven't worked in government, so the conversation kind of gets amorphous and all over the place. I tried to bring them all back, and I said, guys, guys, stop focusing on individual Slack channel messages and individual emails. It's a fascinating glimpse behind the curtain, but it's not the question. The question is, how does the chief counsel of the FBI, the top lawyer who is called Mr. Pfizer, Mr. Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act Court at the FBI, who's been in the DOJ since 1990. How does he magically just move over to be deputy chief counsel of Twitter and end up as the person scrubbing the emails before Matt Taibbi gets them and before Elon Musk finds out and fires him? And I said, the only question that matters, and please respond and elaborate, the only question I have is, does anybody who's you know, above the age of nine and have a triple-digit IQ, actually think James Baker wasn't acting on orders from the FBI, DOJ, or Biden White House? For me, that's the question, Lee. Oh, I absolutely agree, and that's, and that's what I meant before when I said that— um... When I said that Baker is at the top of the organization, uh, the FBI's organizational structure inside Twitter, right? There's another FBI organizational structure that's speaking with them outside, but inside Baker's at the very top. And it shows you what's been going on the last several years, the merger of social media platforms, big tech and uh, U.S. intelligence agencies. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so tell us what you think is the biggest take-home. For me, uh, and I I try and point this out again and again and again in these conversations, what these agencies are fundamentally doing is illegal. Uh, For those who... you know, are, are watching this from Europe, they're kind of puzzled by some aspects mm-hmm. or from other parts of the world because those countries like the UK or Germany have internal security agencies. They have political police forces right. that are meant to monitor the nationals of that nation as potential threats to that country. We never had that. The FBI was not an internal security agency. It was meant to go after specific federal crimes, kidnapping, bank robbing, mm-hmm. and also countering intelligence uh, missions against other nations. After 9-11, with the Patriot Act, with the creation of this unconstitutional FISA court, it kind of morphed itself into a security agency. But the Mm -hmm. issue here is, Lee, that we have U.S. nationals being monitored without crimes having been committed and a police agency that has badges and guns getting in bed with some of the most influential carriers of public information today, which is what, which is how I see Twitter. Oh yeah, I mean, I, again, this is what I'm talking about when when I'm mentioning the um, the merger of um, again of na- the national security agencies here in the United States with social media platforms, and and you look at the power that it gives them, Seb. So one aspect of it is you mentioned Baker as Mr. FISA. Baker was, uh, as Cash describes him, a, a, a FISA guru at DOJ, right? The guy knew everything there was to know about FISA and obviously wrote the FISA to get the spy warrant on Carter Page, which opened it up onto the entire um, Trump campaign team. And then, of course, White, the White House. Um, but the other things that they were able to do, they were able to shape propaganda, as well through Twitter, as well as censorship, right, including the culminating in the disappearing 
the president of the United States, Donald Trump. So social media has now become an enormously important um, spy service program, right? We always hear about how important FISA is as a very valuable resource and uh, I believe the most intrusive method that the spy services have um, for surveillance. Twitter, again, look at how powerful Twitter is. Surveillance, censorship, and propaganda. The idea that, again, private uh, private industry, the private sector, is now in league with our spy services should make all Americans concerned. I know it won't, Seb. I know your audience cares about it, and the people close to them will care about it. They'll talk to them and explain, but we have to face the fact there are a lot of people who are simply, when they hear about it, are going to celebrate it because they think, yeah, it shut down Donald Trump, or it shut down these people in the America First movement, or it shuts down Seb Gorka, or it shuts down Steve Bannon, or it shuts down Lee Smith. Who cares? It's not going to touch me. You know, and it might not. And that's why I said, well, this is one of the things I say all the time. Finally, we're fighting for ourselves and we're fighting for our families and we're fighting for freedom. We can't fight for the whole country as much as we might want to because a lot of them just don't care. And a lot of them, we have to admit, are frankly on the other side. So it's about us. It's about your audience. It's about the people who are about out there, their families, their children, the people they care about and the country, uh, the country they were born in so that we don't lose that country. Absolutely. Couldn't put it better myself. Follow him on Twitter at Lee Smith DC. We, we ourselves are on all social media bar the fascistic YouTube. Follow us on Truth Social, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Parler, on Getter, on Telegram, on CloudHub. And if you want to watch us, SalemNewsChannel.com and most recently my Substack, SebastianGorka.substack.com. That's my whole name, one word, SebastianGorka.substack.com. We'll be back with the author of The Plot Against the President after this break. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, my buddy, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back to my listeners. The Percal bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly $89.98, but now for you, just $39.98 with your listener promo. Order now, because when they're gone, They're gone. The Percol sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-829-8468, promo code Gorka, or just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio list square and plug in G-O-R-K-A. That's 1-800-829-8468 or MyPillow.com, code Gorka. Welcome back to America First with me, Sebastian Gorka and Lee Smith. Thank you to everybody who has sent me kind, kind compliments. Very, very flattered uh, by all of you. The new Dr. G, Dr. G Mark II. Yes, indeed. Thanks to Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team at PhD Weight Loss. I've lost 42 pounds in just a few months. My wife, Katie, lost 36. My colleague, Mike Gallagher of The Morning Show, lost 50 pounds. That's insane. It's a system with no pills, no starvation, no calorie counting, just eating five times a day in a way that burns the fat. 
fat off. Find out for yourself. If you're worried about putting on a few pounds this Christmas time, call them 864-644-1900 or just go to myphdweightloss.com. That's 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. All right, so very, very early uh, Monday morning, uh, an individual who was former deputy assistant director of the FBI, uh, Chris Schwecker, had this to say on Fox News. Play cut. Gosh, the FBI has no business being involved in, in suppressing free speech. I could understand if they had a, a counterintelligence operation and they saw that some Russian intelligence officers or Russian intelligence operation was attempting to use Twitter to spread misinformation that was that was advantageous to Russia or, or could undermine our democracy. But I can't see any other scenario where they would where they could or would or should ban U.S. citizens or ban any type of free speech dialogue. Never seen it in my entire career, in my 40 years in, in law enforcement. I've just never seen this. It's not a proper role for my former agency, which I love. I you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to some hearings. Former assistant director of the FBI, Chris Wecker, after 40 years in law enforcement, says he's never seen anything like it. Let me ask you, as the man who wrote the book, The, th- the Plot Against the President, that was turned into an amazing documentary, then The Permanent Coup, is there any salvaging for the FBI? I, as one who's worked very closely with them for years and years before I joined the Trump administration, my take is its missions have to be given to somebody else. The brand is too tarnished. There's no reason average Americans should trust this institution anymore. Your take, Lee Smith. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm in absolute agreement. And we're going to see what happens, Seb, when the new Congress opens up and what different Republican House members say about we know that they're, they're going to want to investigate a whole bunch of different things. But the people who are going to come out and say, yes, the FBI needs reform. I can't see that carrying a lot of weight with the GOP base right now. <laughs> I mean, we have an FBI that's got that's raided Mar-a-Lago raided the former president of the United States that's going after pro-life activists. Right. That's gone after dissident journalists that's gone after school parents. And now we find out has used social media to censor Americans. <laughs> you, you, very, very tough case. Um, very tough case pushing for FBI reform. And look, let's remember something else. Historically, every different, um, every different investigation, every different effort to reform the FBI has made the FBI worse than it was before. You'll hear people talk about how wonderful the church committee was. Let's remember what the church committee resulted in. The church committee resulted in the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, by which a secret court pre-authorizing spying, right? So in the event that uh, the FBI or whatever, what other agency breaks the law, they're cleared by this secret court. I mean, this is not how the United States is supposed to work. And, right, and what happened, you were speaking about it a bit before, what happened after 9-11? The amount of powers then that were given to the FBI, uh, the amount of money given to the FBI, the way its budgets increased. So I'm afraid to say, uh, <laughs> I'm... I'm afraid to be looking at Republican House members who are going to say, like, yes, we have to reform the FBI because uh, Republican voters are not going to stand by it. I think I think it's a losing argument. And I'm 100 percent on board with the idea that this agency needs to be dismantled. We need a not reform movement. We need it to be dismantled and we need a genuine um, post Cold War 
uh, lustration movement to name the to name the outlaws, to name the different people they worked with, and that these people must pay a price for what they did, spying and targeting Amer spying on and targeting American citizens. That's genius. That's genius. I'm sorry, as the child of those who suffered under communism, who escaped a communist dictatorship, as somebody who worked for 15 years in a post-communist country after the fall of the Berlin Wall, the idea that we need lustration here, which is the, from the Latin word to shed light on corruption. My gosh, that, that article needs to be written. You are an inspiration. Totally, totally, totally. And, and, and this point is so often missed by my conservative colleagues. They say, yes, it's great. We're going to have a church, a church or a pike committee like we did in the 70s. You mean the disastrous ones that actually made the situation worse? You want another committee of that ilk? No, you need a president who comes in and cleans out the rot from those agencies and ideally moves them out to Nebraska or South Dakota where they're actual patriots willing to work. Nicely done, my friend. That is why he is Lee Smith, the author of the permanent coup also host of over the target with epoch times follow him at lee smith dc on twitter uh, dear friends if you are in daily pain if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief please order the three-week quick starter pack from relieffactor.com right now this product which i take every day twice is liberating half a million people from their daily pain if you've tried everything else and failed you deserve to know if you could be the next success story you've waited long enough what have you got to lose, apart from the pain, of course? Call 800-500-8384 or just go to relieffactor.com. You deserve to know. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. We'll be back with the author of The Plot Against the President after this break. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Forming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Welcome back to America First with me, Sebastian Gorka, and Lee Smith. We've got uh, this really nasty information industrial complex that's developed. Um, a lot of former FBI officials, whether they were agents or whether they were attorneys or they were public affairs folks, whatever else, have found their way into some really high power jobs in the tech industry. 
and they have very cozy contacts still within the Bureau and the rest of the intelligence community at large. And so they're able to do this sort of work. They don't have to be asked because they already know what their job is because their loyalty is still to the agency they came from. That's what got them there. And the second thing is, if it's going to embarrass you know, the, the people who brought them to that dance, they're absolutely going to be doing the thing that, that keeps them... Uh, you know, keeps the the bread train rolling for them. So it's not surprising that he did this. I think it's awful. I think it's the, you know, everybody I know that works in the FBI that's a decent person would find that atrocious. There are a lot more of them that are out there. There's a, a massive hiring of of these types that were at the, the upper levels of seventh floor management in the FBI and, and other agencies as well. They're out there. They're all over the place. So, that's Carl Serafim, very brave man, currently indefinitely suspended FBI special agent who is a whistleblower who has spoken out against the corruption in the FBI, the manufacturing of domestic violent extremist cases uh, by uh, the Washington field office, by the Hoover building. Uh, he's talking about this intelligence community, information, technology, industrial complex. Here's the big, big challenge, Lee. When I was in the White House, it wasn't just the bureaucrats who were problematic as part of the deep state, the the Strokes, the, the Comeys, the people like that. It was people who were inside the wire who were political appointees, people like Bill Barr. Bill Barr, who even I had high hopes of, who turned out yeah. to be an utter swamp creature, who just prepared the work of the January 6th a witch trial a yesterday when he said, I think it was eight days ago, oh, yes, mm. I, I think there's enough evidence to indict my boss, President Trump, on criminal charges, despite him being incapable of mentioning what crimes President Trump committed. Um, give, give me your take on, on Bill Barr, the former attorney general. Yeah, I think, I mean, he, he disappointed, um, he disappointed uh, a nation, and that's us, the United States of America. When he was, uh, when he was first nominated, you know, we were all optimistic that Barr was going to, his, his mission was to restore public confidence in uh, federal law enforcement agencies, the FBI and the DOJ. There was clear uh, clear evidence of what they'd done during the 2016 election. There was clear evidence of what they were doing with the Mueller special counsel. They were crippling the uh, presidency of, of, of the man who was elected to lead our country, Donald Trump. Um, and, and Barr uh, failed to get um, to get accountability for 2016. And because Barr failed to get accountability for 2016, those same officials like James Baker were virtually incentivized to do the same thing in 2020. But Seb, it's even worse than that, because we know also now, because Barr has told us that he knew exactly what was happening in 2020. He says in his book, he says he was shocked to find Joe Biden lying about Hunter Biden's laptop, that it was Russian disinformation. In other words, Barr knew at the time that the laptop was authentic. While Barr knew that the laptop was authentic and not Russian disinformation, deputies of his were out briefing the press, social media, and members of Congress that it was Russian disinformation. There were 80 agents attached to the FBI, at, or uh, 80 FBI agents under Barr's supervision who were working on this foreign um, on this foreign task force designed ostensibly to get rid of foreign disinformation. But it was what it was really doing was targeting opponents of Joe Biden. 
This all happened under William Barr. It's it's terrifically sad for the country, but you'd at least think that Barr would um, move away from it all now. He would keep his head down, having done the work that he did and failed to do the work that he needed to do. He would just keep his head down, but he just can't stop because that's the nature of the men of Washington, D.C., Men with balsa wood spines, and they go out there and not only do they help destroy the republic, but now he has to keep opening his mouth and going after Donald Trump and going after Donald Trump supporters, including many of the January 6th defendants who, at the very worst, committed misdemeanors. And these people have been held now going on nearly two years. And this is the role that the former attorney general of the United States is now playing in our political process. It's disgusting. So unfortunately, we were all very hopeful about the role that Mr. Barr might play in restoring not just faith in the FBI and DOJ, but in the country as a whole, that the justice system meant something. Instead, what do we see? Not only do Republican voters have less faith in the FBI, FBI now than before Barr took office, but the fact that it is a two-tiered system of justice could not be plainer. And to whom do we thank for that? William Barr. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's worse than that because not only did those 80 agents do what they were doing with Facebook and Twitter when he was the uh, the attorney general— for two years, the Delaware FBI office had the Hunter Biden laptops, right. and and they did nothing. They they actually obfuscated. They they hid that evidence of crimes, and I, I don't mean the. I I agree absolutely, one hundred percent, and that's why you and I might be the only maybe the only people on the right who are talking about this. That's a bogus investigation. Yeah. It's a performative investigation of Hunter Biden. When, when, right. I, when I hear conservative hosts say, oh, yes, and there's a grand jury inquiry into Hunter Biden, I, I laugh. I laugh. I, I, right. I, you, you, mean, you mean the same Hunter Biden whose audio tapes we have heard where he boasts about being in business with, quote, the effing chief spy of China? I mean, if I, if I said that on an audio and it leaked, I know I would be put in handcuffs. I would be arrested the same day that audio leaked. Hunter Biden is is selling his paintings. We're talking to uh, Lee Smith. Follow him at Lee Smith DC. He's the host of Over the Target at Epoch Times, the author of The Plot Against the President and The Permanent Coup. If you haven't filled in our poll, go right now to sebgorka.com. I'm going to choose somebody to win this. Signed. Signed by Amanda Milius. This signed copy of the plot against the president for your christmas gift if you go to our website right now i want the answer to this poll the question is what should uh, the republicans investigate first in 2023 the hunter biden and biden family criminal cartel or big tech censorship a la twitter or number three the origins of covid it's a hard choice hunter biden Big tech censorship or COVID, go to sebgorka.com, answer the poll today, and you'll be in to win that signed DVD from Amanda. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. Will 2023 be the year of food shortages? Sure looks that way. Are you prepared? If not, go to preparewithgorka.com right now for a special offer from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest emergency food company with millions of satisfied customers who are now ready for whatever happens. You should be ready too. Save $200 on their three-month emergency food kits that will keep your family well-fed 
if the worst happens. This food is delicious and lasts for up to 25 years. Save $200 on each three-month food kit supply that your family needs. Go to preparewithgorka.com. Orders ship fast and free and arrive in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Act now. Preparewithgorka.com. Save $200. That's preparewithgorka.com. Preparewithgorka.com. Welcome back to America First with me, Sebastian Gorka, and Lee Smith. Why do you do what you do, Lee Smith? Most everyone in the world likes to win, right? But a lot of people aren't willing to go through what it takes to get there. And some people just like to be in the fight. And we are really, I, I think we're really fortunate, Seb. I mean, we're in the middle of a really meaningful fight. So that's why, because um, we get to meet great people, we get to do great work, have fun at our work, and we love our country is why. I mean, I think it's just that simple. I felt blessed ever since, I, ever since I've gotten to do this. I don't know, but it's also, what well, would you do it differently? If you were given a choice, would no. you do it differently? No. I bet you wouldn't. Of course not. No. So in a sense, I don't even really think about it and look in the mirror. I'm kind of like, I don't I don't know. Those people are such creeps. Can you imagine what it would be like walking into CNN every day? I'm like, oh, I, brother, see, see that's the, the point. I don't understand. The how they, I don't understand how they do what they do. I mean, when these people knowingly lie, it's like the Krasenstein brothers uh, are uh, on this Twitter uh, space, you know, with me. And they're always they're, they're flax for the establishment. I don't know how they do that. Very important. I've been wondering about this for, for several years now, right? The people who are pushing these lies, if let's, let's say uh, when they go home, what do they tell their children? Mm-hmm. When they look at their little boy or little girl and, uh, and, and, and the, 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 they look up at the parent and they say like, mommy, daddy, is Donald Trump really a Russian spy? So what, what do these people who worked at these places say? The journalists of the Washington Post, the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, what do they say? Do they say, yeah, he's really a spy? Do they continue to push that lie to their children? Or do they say, no, it's just a lie that your mommy and daddy tell to advance our careers? So, I mean, I, I, I think it's debilitating for them. I mean, I think it's insane. You're, 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 you're torturing your own family, injecting lies into the lifeblood of 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 your own children, right? Of your community. Can you imagine that? No. Living this living this insane lie and profiting from it. So look again. I think it's for me. I don't think it's a matter of us looking in the mirror. I think it's just like living normal lives and going like, yep, yeah, you know, this is this is this is an this is obvious because you don't want to live like that. You can't live like that. Who, what mother yeah. raises their children to live like that? Look, son, I'm raising you to live by lies. That's how you should live. As long as you can make a really good living, live by lies. Uh, that's insane. Beautifully no American put. child should be raised like that. Beautifully put, beautifully put, and that's why he's Lee Smith. Follow him on Twitter at Lee Smith DC, host of Over the Target at the Superb Epoch Times. 
and author of not only The Plot Against the President and Permanent Coup, he's working on something else. I can't wait to see that. And if you want your signed copy of the most popular documentary in the last 10 years, The Plot Against the President, based upon Lee's book and the amazing work of uh, the likes of Devin Nunes and Cash Patel, go to our website today, fill out the poll, and you will be part of the lucky draw. That's sebgorkastore.com. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head in the swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in, and stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. I have a dream to do. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. Is America First with Sebastian Gorka. You were threatened by my committee uh, chairman to be on the Armed Services Committee, Mr. Rogers, that if we did not vote for Mr. McCarthy, we would be removed from committees. Our position is that if Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House and we don't have an ability to ensure that there is uh, oomph behind the agenda and energy behind our oversight that the committee assignments don't mean that much anyway. I'm not here to participate in some puppet show where we pass a bunch of messaging bills, send them to the Senate, watch them die, fail to use leverage, and don't hold the Biden administration accountable. I don't want to relive the Benghazi experience where it's just theater We're pretending back. to be oversight. Right. right? We can do better than that, and, and that's our okay, so, purpose today. So we don't need a theater pretending to be oversight. Matt Gates, congressman from Florida. God bless Matt Gates. He's absolutely right. And so are you for tuning in to America First. How's that for a segue? Welcome back, dear friends. Happy New Year. It is so good to be back. I took a little time off. I'm very grateful to my guest hosts, Kurt Schlichter, Jim Hansen. We're going to ask uh, Bob France probably to come back. I'm going to ask my team who they preferred most. We'll have a little vote. But more of that later. First things first, it's happening right now. Kevin McCarthy is about to lose. Oh, my gosh. Daryl Issa grew a beard. What do you think of that? He looks rather good there. We need to get Daryl back on the show, Congressman Issa. But we have a second vote for Speaker of the House. The tally is 178 for Kevin McCarthy, 184 for Hakeem Jeffries, who, relax, guys, will not be the Speaker of the House because you'd have to have Republicans vote for Hakeem Jeffries, and it's not going to happen. I tend to agree with Matt Gates. 
Look, I've got nothing personally against Kevin McCarthy, but he's not MAGA. He's not America first. His speakership would not reflect what has happened to the Republican Party since my former boss came down those famous gold escalators in Trump Tower in 2015. It's a different party. It has to reflect the desire of the people. I'm um, shocked at what I heard a former Speaker of the House say today. We'll play Newt Gingrich first, but let's welcome back uh, Jeff. Happy New Year to Mr. G. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you kindly. Did you enjoy editing our year in review for this week? Yes, I did. It wasn't bad at all. A little, little tough to get it uh, together at the end, but it came out all right. Did you have uh, a pleasant Christmas and New Year's? Yes, I did. I'm very glad to hear it. I need to know your take on what's happening right now on Capitol Hill. Kevin McCarthy versus the Freedom Caucus. I agree with what you said. You got to at least, you know, not a, you know, oppose McCarthy because it is a different party than it's become in the last six or seven years. I think that this is going to go on for at least a couple of days, though. Couple of days? Yes. And I can tell you that in the break why I think that. Ooh, he's got he's to keep me in suspenders until the break. I can't wait to hear. Uh, we've got Eric, who's wearing a suit and tie, which he said to me, he's not doing it for us. It's not some New Year's resolution. I'm going to ask everybody, everybody, everybody on the team, what your New Year's resolutions are. So you better come up with some good ones. So he's going to get back to being scruffy tomorrow. Eric, uh, your, your take on Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Ooh, I am more hopeful now, and by hopeful I mean he might not be speaker, because as of Yesterday, the highest count we had of Republicans who were committed to either voting against him or weren't committed for him was 14. Twice now, two ballots, we had 19 votes against yes. him, which is more than expected. So, And they're holding out. Second ballot in a row, still 19 votes, not a single defection. So I th- I'm starting to feel like this may be a repeat of what happened in 2015 when everyone thought, oh, he's going to be speaker. It's already over. Paul Ryan kept saying, I don't want to be speaker. I'll never be speaker. And, of course, we know the rest from there. So we'll see. Let's see. Let's stay tuned. All right. Uh, let's stay tuned. We will. I don't know if it's going to take a few days, but let's listen to a man who – I don't know. Until today, I guess I still do. I mean, you you don't judge somebody on one clip, I guess. But for me, the smartest domestic brain out there is former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. And as former Speaker, he's kind of in a unique position to comment on this race. For the current speakership after the midterms. Oh, by the way, goodbye, Nancy. Bye. We fired you. America fired you. Uh, let's listen to what Newt had to say because I'm pretty shocked what Speaker Gingrich had to say. Play cut. They're not voting against Kevin McCarthy. They're voting against over 215 members of their own conference. <clears throat> their conference voted overwhelmingly, 85 percent, for McCarthy to be speaker. So this is a fight between a handful of people and the entire rest of the conference. And they're saying they have the right to screw up everything. Well, the precedent that sets is so do the moderates, uh, so do the members from Florida. I mean, any five people can get up and say, I'm now going to screw up the conference, too. The choice is Kevin McCarthy or chaos. And there's nobody going to replace Kevin because he has far more people totally dedicated to him than this handful of never-enders. And the result's going to be anybody who tried to replace Kevin would face total chaos. 
and it would be impossible to govern. So I hope in the next 24 hours that, that these, this handful of members will realize they don't have the moral right to reject the choice of 85% of their conference. They don't have the moral right to break up the House against the wishes of over 215 fellow Republicans. Uh, and I think it's a, a remarkably short-sighted and candidly selfish position, and I don't understand where they're coming from. Don't have the moral right? What on earth are you talking about, Mr. Gingrich? Moral right? The only moral right one should ever talk about when it comes to a politician, which is kind of a weird thing to put in the sentence, is to God, to the Constitution, and their constituents. The Republican Conference? Who gives a damn about the Republican Conference? It votes behind closed doors. Oh, so we're supposed to respect the secret shenanigans behind closed doors, but an open vote... As, as is happening right now on the floor of the House, that is democracy, that is republicanism. No, that's the sham. That's the chaos. I beg to differ, Speaker Gingrich. I would say what happens behind closed doors is an irrelevance. It is an anathema. It is an assault, an insult to the political process in America. I don't want... Officers to be chosen behind closed doors in deals. Oh, oh, you'll get the chairmanship of the House Armed Services Committee if you vote for me. Oh, you'll get the chairmanship of the Intelligence Committee if you vote for me. That's garbage. I want people to put their names to their votes so their constituents can see. Oh, really? You promised to be America first, but you're voting for a weak man? who hasn't said anything about the January 6th political prisoners. I want to see you put your hand up and vote no. I believe in the Constitution. My moral authority, my right, is from a mandate vested in me temporarily by my constituents. How about that? Speaker Gingrich, I am woefully disappointed in you. I don't think I've ever been that disappointed in Newt since I moved to this country and chose to be a citizen, a legal immigrant to the United States. All right, you got me riled up already, and we're only 11 minutes in to the first show of the new year. All right, guys, sound off. The number is 833-33-GORKA. That's 833-334-6752. We've got an amazing, amazing cadre of guests for you today. We're going to talk deep state with Lee Smith, Lord Conrad Black, Tom Homan next, John Solomon, and so much more. Make sure you are subscribed. Go to Spotify, plug in my name is Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And don't forget, if you've got some garbage Christmas presents from your aunt... Go to America First and treat yourself. Check out all the America First gear. SebGorkaStore.com. SebGorkaStore.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.